0: Welcome to the Elevate Effect podcast, where we give you the resources to take you from workloads to workflows. I'm your host, Courtney. I'm an online systems educator for coaches, fueled by cold brew and a love for watching endless reruns of friends i'm here to give you the tools and the support you need to scale your business and take back charge of your life and your time so pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and let's do the damn thing All right, everybody. I'm really excited for today's episode because we're going to be covering how to create and plan your daily schedule. So having a systemized process for planning your day-to-day in your business is super, super important. So whether you're just getting started, maybe you've been in business for a couple of years, or maybe you've potentially just transitioned from uh, working in an office to working from home, and you're trying to find ways to manage your time and your schedule. So... Today in this episode, I'm gonna walk you through why planning your schedule is so important and the steps to implement a schedule that works for you, your business and your personal life. So a couple of the things I'm gonna cover today is obviously why it's important, right? There is a very, very important reason why you want to go ahead and start planning your daily schedule. We're also gonna be covering the difference between being productive and busy And then I'm gonna go ahead and start walking you through step-by-step how to actually create and plan your daily schedule. So like always with our podcast episodes, we wanna make sure that we are providing you guys the tools and the steps that you need to go in and actually implement these things for your business. So we're gonna go ahead and get started with why is it important, right? So there are some actual negative effects of not planning your day, right? You are juggling too many obstacles, maybe you're spending too much time in reactive mode instead of proactive mode, right? We're constantly in the state of being distracted by social media or just different ways to be connected. So the constant state of connectedness with social media makes it hard for us to focus. So we're getting pings on our phone, we're getting email notifications, and we feel like we have to immediately address those things. And that makes it really hard to get us out of that reactive mode. Now there are a ton, obviously, of positive effects to planning your day, and it's gonna really start with helping you to set boundaries. So it's definitely more of a struggle in the beginning to start setting these boundaries, I personally, struggled with it myself, but it does get easier and planning your schedule is going to help you evaluate what opportunities to say yes or potentially no to in your business, because we have the tendency as business owners to keep saying yes to opportunities, even if it wasn't what our business truly needs. And so this structure is actually going to help us to avoid situations like that. And then it obviously helps to promote, you know, deep focus work. So if we're constantly being interrupted by an email or a Slack ping or a text, text message or a direct message on Instagram that really interrupts our flow, right? So if we're focusing or trying to focus on a project and we keep getting distracted, it's actually making us less productive because we are having to turn around, refocus, and try to get back into the flow that we were before we started getting distracted by our notifications. Like mentioned before, there is a big difference in being productive versus being busy, right? So what tasks that we're focusing on is something that's going to lead us to being productive versus busy. And sometimes I'll have days where I have the most massive to-do lists and I'll check through all my tasks, but I still don't feel like I really got anything accomplished or as I'm checking things off, I continue to add to my list at the end of the day. So my list just gets longer and longer versus actually accomplishing or feeling like I'm accomplishing anything by checking things off. And so that's where those boundaries are going to start coming into play as far as that daily schedule and setting this up for success in your business. So We're gonna go ahead and get started with a couple of steps that you guys can take to actually start creating and planning your schedule. And the very first thing is setting aside time to plan. That's step number one. So what that looks like is it's maybe 30 or 60 minutes a week, whatever you feel comfortable with to really kind of Iron out what your schedule is going to look like, right? I used to do this personally on Sundays. I would sit down on Sunday and I would look at what I had upcoming for projects for the following week. But I ended up changing this to Fridays because I wanted to reserve my weekends for me and my family and personal life and not really have to think about work if it wasn't necessary. So. Fridays are generally a little slower for me in my business. A lot of my clients are kind of starting to check out, but you know, by the end of the week and ready to kind of be off work for the weekend. And so sometimes I'm personally checked out by the end of the week and I'm ready to have my weekend, but I wanted to be able to continue to set Sundays aside for myself, spending time with my husband and just being present at home. So doing my planning on Fridays has really allowed me to feel good about going into the week on Monday. So planning for Friday for me really alleviates the stress on Sundays going back into my work week. So what tasks do you really need to start looking at? So not only do I look at big projects, but I also look at the recurring tasks that I do in my business because those will start to chip away at your time too. So recurring tasks are important things to always be evaluating at every point in your business. So the only issue with recurring tasks is that we're typically seeing people run into this is that you shouldn't be doing them just because you've always done them, right? You want to make sure that the tasks that you're doing are actually serving your business and moving it forward. And so that's one thing that you really, um, when you're starting to evaluate your week is not only are you looking at, okay, what do I have upcoming, but are these things still serving my business? And maybe it is at that point that you start kind of evaluating, really don't need to be doing this anymore and so that's one thing that you can look at as you're starting to evaluate those tasks now step number two is reflecting on your schedule and your tasks itself so questions you can ask yourself to kind of prompt this is what's working well with me in my current daily routine right so what's working well and what is my biggest time management frustration so those are two things that you want to kind of compare against each other so Maybe for example, um, on Mondays, you have a lot of meetings and it really puts stress on you at the beginning of your week. And so maybe it's looking at something like moving your meeting days to Tuesdays so that you can kind of ease yourself into your work week. Another question to ask yourself is, how would my life improve if I used my time better? So for example, for me, Sometimes I'm working super late and I forget that I kind of have a life outside of work. And so how would your life improve if you were able to close your laptop at the end of every single day, maybe at a semi-consistent time, maybe five o'clock? And when do I feel the most hectic, right? So when do I feel the most frazzled? What am I doing? At what points in time during the day that that's happening and causing me to feel frustrated? So this is going to help you kind of pinpoint the tasks again that need to be reevaluated. So maybe, you know, for me, it was writing social media content. I know part of it is because it's not really in my skill set as much. And so whenever that would come up on my time block in my calendar, I would get really frustrated because I knew it was something I struggled with. So that's another thing to kind of be asking yourself is when do I feel the most hectic? What do I wish I had more time to do? So constantly be reevaluating this. So think about the tasks you're doing in your business and see if there's anything you can do to delegate them to a team member now. Or if you're a solopreneur, what would it look like for you to eventually be able to delegate them to a team if you're planning on hiring? So think of delegating things that you aren't that great at or things that just don't bring you joy anymore. So for example, like I mentioned, I'm terrible at writing copy. I just know it's not my thing. I'm very type A. So I struggle with the creative side of writing copy. And I know that it's probably going to take me a lot more time to write a piece of copy than it would be somebody that enjoys doing it. And so just being cognizant of my time and resources, because what could I be working on during that time that would have a better return on my business? So really kind of evaluating it from that perspective as well. And then ask yourself, is there anything I'm doing manually that I could potentially automate in my business? Is there something that I'm just doing to do it because it's quicker for me to do it versus creating a training for a team member or finding a way to automate it in my business? And then is there anything on my task list that I could potentially delete? So just again, like I mentioned, tasks that just aren't serving your business anymore. What could your time be better spent on if you allocated it to to a different task that was generating whether some type of ROI or return on your business three is going to be pinpointing your productive times and your unproductive times. So this can potentially change throughout your life, right? And so for me, I'm typically the most productive in the morning. So when I first get up and I sit down at my desk, that's when I feel the most productive. I crank through the most work. I kind of have a routine. I do appreciate more of a slow morning, right? But that is, again, something that I have been able to structure into my day. And then for me, I start to lag usually in the afternoon. So I kind of hit a little bit of a slump and Honestly, right now, at the time of recording this episode, I'm pregnant, so I genuinely get lags all throughout the day. But just being aware of this is what's going to help you guys build your schedule. So don't force yourself to sit at your desk or be focusing on a task. You know, there's been days when I realized that. The more I force myself to just sit here to try to be productive, I'm just wasting my time because I'm sitting at my desk trying to be productive when I know I don't have the energy and I'm not really getting everything accomplished. So it's actually better for me to make sure to step away or do something like that to come back and sit down and be way more productive and get those tasks done in a more efficient amount of time. So the point to this is you want to make sure to plan your big tasks or the tasks that need more brain space in the time where you're most productive so tasks that need a lot of time energy strategy make sure to plug those in around those times that you know you're going to be most productive or have time to sit down and really focus at your desk sorry to interrupt this episode but this will be real quick if you started your business you are your own boss but along with being the CEO you're also the accountant the marketing manager creative director executive assistant and many more titles If you don't do it, it doesn't get done. And if you need help doing it all, you need HoneyBook. HoneyBook is an online business management tool that organizes your client communication, booking, contracts, and invoices all in one place. With HoneyBook, you can automate your busy work and they have a ton of easy to use templates for emails, proposals, brochures, and invoices. I personally use HoneyBook to simplify my booking process in my business and stay on top of inquiries and clients in my pipeline. All you have to do is go to the link below in the show notes and sign up today. Alrighty, now let's get back to the show. Step four is going to be to actually build your schedule. So you're going to take those recurring tasks and your projects while keeping in mind your most productive times and build them into your schedule. So using a planning tool that works for you. So Google Calendar or maybe you still like to use a paper planner. There's no right or wrong answer, right? This is really what is going to work the best for you and something that you're going to actually use. So if you know that using Google Calendar is something you've really had to force, then maybe look at what you would be more naturally inclined to use like a paper planner. So I personally do a hybrid method. So I have all of my meetings on my digital calendar in Google Cal. I have all of my tasks in ClickUp and then I do use a paper planner sometime for some of those more immediate to-do lists. It just makes me feel like I'm getting more things done when I'm actually physically checking something off of my list. Okay. So the next step that we want to focus on is actually looking at time blocking, right? So time blocking is basically the practice of planning out every moment of your day, whether it be from a weekly basis or a daily basis, but there really are two different types of time blocking. I like to call them close cousins. So number one is you have day theming and then you also have task batching. So the difference between the two task batching would be, for example, I check my emails every day at 9am and then I check my Slack messages every day at 10. Day theming is more of the, I'm going to focus on marketing on Wednesdays. I'm going to focus on nurturing my community on Thursdays. Maybe you want an admin day, but that's more of those day theming. But um, for myself, I personally do again, another hybrid option just because we want to evaluate what's working for us, right? We don't want to just do something because that's what everyone says to do. We want to make sure we're evaluating how it's actually working for us in our business. So for example, when I say I do a hybrid method, my theme of the day, Maybe it's nurturing my community. But then I actually break that down into steps that I would want to do throughout the day. So, then I figure out what I want to focus on during each time block. So what does nurturing my community actually look like? And then I would make sure to build those into time blocks throughout my day. So this really helps to take the guesswork out of things for me and gives me a little bit more structure as far as, okay, this is what I need to be focusing on next. I also have dedicated meeting days. So I have meetings, or if you were to have meetings sporadically scheduled throughout um, your week, it doesn't really allow for deep focus time. So if you're bouncing from meetings to tasks to meetings that really chops up your time and your day. And you're going to waste time when you have to get back into the groove of whatever tasks you're working on. So having specific meeting days benefits you because you're going to have an increased quality of work it's going to allow you to have time for big picture thinking and it puts you back in that proactive mode so when you're constantly in reactive mode you're not just doing the things that need to be done like quick and fast instead of spending time on the big projects that could be something that's going to grow your business and move you forward instead and so again for myself I personally have I did I did originally have most of my meetings on Monday and I do still have our team weekly check-in on Mondays um just because as a team you know that feels really good for us to get our meetings kicked off first thing, but for client calls and discovery calls and things of that nature, I block off my Tuesdays of the week for those calls instead. And then I really need to evaluate what my schedule looks like. So my Mondays are my CEO days um, or admin days, whatever you would like to call them. Like I mentioned, that's where we have our team weekly meeting. We get caught up on everything. So my team has stuff to work on throughout the week. We get kind of on the same page as far as projects we need to focus on or if we need to reprioritize anything in the business, that is really where we're going to focus on that. And then Tuesdays are my sales days, right? So I only use that day to focus on potential clients clients so they can book discovery calls on my calendar on that day. Maybe it's podcast interviews or every other week I have a a live Q&A for our students and our Mighty Networks community. So that's typically what my Tuesdays are looking like. And then Wednesdays are for my students, right? So we're going to focus on whatever they're submitting homework wise um, and nurture my students, making sure that they're feeling taken care of in our course and community and also maintaining the course. So if you have a product, whether it is a, we'll just use a course as an example, you don't want to let that just sit stagnant, right? You want to make sure that you're always evaluating it and maintaining it and keeping it updated. And the best way to do that is to make sure that you are incorporating it into your weekly schedule, or maybe it's a monthly schedule, whatever that looks like. So then my Thursdays are content days. So focusing on any content that's needed for my team from me, the podcast episodes, planning live trainings, things of that nature. And then Fridays are marketing and PR and a little bit of admin. So I set aside my time to plan my next week and some just General important things to note to add into your everyday. Um, number one would be things like scheduling your lunch break or just other breaks in general. So if you don't write it down, sometimes you won't do it. I don't know how many times I have personally sat down to work and then I look at the clock and it's three and I had forgotten to get up and eat lunch, right? So just at least having that in there as a reminder or some type of notification to get up and move, go have lunch, take a break, sign off for 15 minutes, whatever that looks like, just to give yourself a little bit of a refresh time. And then you want to schedule times to log off right so for me this was actually really hard because my husband typically gets home pretty late from work and for me it was kind of I was in this mentality of well, if he's still working, I'm just going to keep working. I don't have really anything else to do. You know, what are hobbies? What's a personal life? But That's not healthy, right? And that's not a good boundary, you know, to be not setting with yourself. And so what I do is I make sure to have a notification to go off at a certain time every single day to remind me to log off for the day. And then even times for scheduling time for emails or setting up autoresponders. So maybe you have a support inbox and it's you can anticipate to receive a response from our team in X amount of time. So setting boundaries like this is actually going to be really important. Because it's giving it a, a, an expectation as far as what response time can look like. You can set it for longer if you want to give them. I typically at least recommend setting it for longer to give them a response. So, for example, have the auto response say it will take you 48 hours, but then make sure to reply within 24 hours and the last piece to this is to always remember time blocking is optional life happens and time blocking can be super hard to stick to so i have found that time blocking really works best for me when i use it as a guide more than anything just because i feel like that's more realistic to life so projects come up that have due dates that don't fit into your theme days or your time block. So you have to also prioritize some other things into your week. And it's just being aware of what you have going on and learning to kind of restructure it a little bit. And the biggest thing across the board is really figuring out what works for you. So that wraps up this episode all about how to really evaluate to create and plan your own daily schedule. And the biggest thing to remember is that things will change as you go through your business. And it's all about creating a schedule that works for you personally and making sure it's evolving with your needs, your business's needs, and the needs of your personal life, right? So if you guys have any questions about this, have any feedback, feel free to hop over to Instagram, let us know your thoughts. Otherwise, we'll see you next week for our next episode. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Elevate Effect podcast. If you liked what you heard, share the episode with your best friend, team member, or even your dog. If you have a minute, leave a review below or DM me on Instagram to let me know what you want to hear on the podcast next. Thanks again. And I can't wait to see you next week.